Mary spoke in tongues, though. That's right. Mary, the mother of Jesus, she spoke in tongues. She's actually the first person in scripture that was able to host God twice. She hosted God as a baby in the form of Jesus and she hosted God during the baptism in the Holy Spirit. So, I know this information is new to some, but for others, it isn't new. On today's episode, this is what we'll be learning on Living the Life Podcast. Hi! I'm Delacqua Delano, and this is the Living the Life podcast, where you learn scriptural and practical insights into knowing Jesus and expressing his life on the earth from the pages of scripture, void of religion. On today's episode, I'll be focusing on tongues, the believer's advantage. Throughout the scriptures, when we moved from the Old Testament to the New Testament, we'd observe that tongues and interpretation of tongues are the only gifts of the Spirit not actively operated in the Old Testament. We'll go to 1 Corinthians. 12, where the gifts of the Spirit are listed, we observe that every other gift mentioned was actively manifested in the Old Testament. 1 Corinthians 12, 7 says, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit to another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit to another, faith by the same Spirit, to another, gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another, the working of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, discerning of spirits, to another, different kinds of tongues, to another, the interpretation of tongues. The first seven were active in the Old Testament, in the Old Covenant. There was word of wisdom, there was word of knowledge, there was faith, there was the gifts of healings, there was working of miracles, there was prophecy, there was discerning of spirits. All were manifested in the Old Covenant. However, we didn't see the operation of tongues and the interpretation of tongues. And now, as we continue into this study, we'll see and understand some things about tongues and why it is an advantage to the Believer. Now, I know there are many school of thought about tongues. Some people have different opinions about tongues. Some of the opinion that tongues is men speaking gibberish. Some are also of the opinion that tongues is men speaking another language. Some are of the opinion that men are just wasting time praying in tongues. However, I'll go through the scriptures. From the look of things, I think this episode is going to spill over into further episodes, at least maybe one more. So we'll have a full grasp of why tongues is very important. Tongues are so important in the New Covenant that an entire chapter, 1 Corinthians 14, is dedicated to it alongside the gift of prophecy. It's that important. I think only two other topics took a whole chapter of the Bible. Faith, Hebrews 11, and love, 1 Corinthians 13. However, tongues alongside prophecy took the whole of 1 Corinthians 14. That shows how important speaking in tongues is to the believer. Now, we need to understand that when Jesus died, died and rose, was about to bring us into this new covenant. Invariably, what was happening was that he was establishing a new kingdom, a new order. We need to understand that when a new kingdom and a new order is being established, of course, every nation has its own language. And like I like I said earlier, in the old covenant, the only two things that we didn't see that were gifts of the spirit that were not in operation in the old covenant were tongues and the interpretation of tongues. So, while we were coming to the new covenant, we needed a new language which 
was significant to this new covenant and this language was tongues and jesus spoke about tongues at least twice in the bible the first one we'll look at is in john 7 from verse 37 to 39 john 7 37 39 says on the last day that great day of the feast jesus stood and cried out saying if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink he who believes in me as the scripture has said out of his heart will flow rivers of living water i'm reading from the nkjv the kjv will say out of his belly will flow rivers of living water it goes on 39 and says but this he spoke concerning the spirit whom those believing in him would receive for the holy spirit was not yet given because jesus was not yet glorified so we see that he said out of his belly will flow rivers of living water now i'll go back to the next part where jesus spoke about tongues later i want to read something else that will help aid our understanding of what I'm about to say. Tongues is not the determinant of salvation. However, it is the evidence of the infilling of the Spirit. Now, there are many people who are born-again believers but don't speak in tongues. And it, it doesn't in any way negate their salvation. No, it doesn't. They are believers and they are, they are citizens of heaven like those who speak in tongues. Now, in John 4 from verse 10 to 14, just to bring an understanding of what I'm trying to say that so we can separate tongues from salvation. John 4, 10 to 14. Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it was who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water will test again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never test. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Now let us try to compare what Jesus said here in John 4 and what he said in John 7. In John 4 here he speaks about the water that I shall give him become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. So this water is going to be in the believer and it will spring up into what everlasting life. However, the one in John 7 he says that it is he who believes in me as the scripture has said out of his heart will flow rivers of living water in john 4 he says it was it will be in him and it will spring into everlasting life so the one in john 4 just talking about salvation the one in john it says out of his heart will flow so that water which is now rivers will flow out of the heart of the believer now, this is where Jesus is talking about tongues here. Now, another part where Jesus spoke about tongues is after he ascended, is after he finished the work on the cross. That's in Mark 16, verse 17. Yes, from verse 14, he says, Later he appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved but he who does not believe will be condemned now it now says and these signs will follow them who believe so this means that they are already believers you get that these signs will follow the believing ones these signs will follow the believing ones so the things he's about to say are going to follow the believers so they are already believers it's not that they are not trying to be believers they are already believers and that says in my name 
what would they do? They will cast out demons. That's the first thing. They will speak with new tongues. Now, who will speak with new tongues? Believers. So, believers are expected to speak what with new tongues. This is Jesus speaking here. It's very important that tongues was the second sign mentioned by Jesus that would follow the believer. Now, many people have the opinion that no, tongues has ended, tongues has this. Um, the believers, the apostles didn't speak in tongues. We are speaking gibberish. Mary didn't speak in tongues and whatnot. Now, I will show you that Mary, the mother of Jesus, spoke in tongues. We'll read from Acts chapter 1, Acts chapter 1, from verse 12 to 14. Then we'll go to Acts chapter 2. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey. And when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. Now, it lists the people that were there. Peter, James, John, and Andrew, Philip, and Thomas, Bartholomew, and Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, the son of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. Now we see verse 14. It says, and Mary. It called the women. The Bible lists the women, but it was specific about Mary, the mother of Jesus. So Mary was actually present at the upper room prayer meeting before the Holy Ghost fell. So she was there. Now when we go to Acts 2 verse 1, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. We see here that they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak. Who is part of the all that was filled here? Mary is part of the all. So we need to understand that Mary was the only person on the earth that hosted God twice. She hosted God when he was a child, when the Holy Spirit came upon her and overshadowed her. The Holy Child that was in her was Jesus. And after Jesus ascended on high, she hosted God again in the form of the Holy Spirit. So Mary spoke in tongues. So believers that believe that Mary did not speak in tongues, well, they should read the Bible more and they will see in clear terms that the Bible clearly states that Mary spoke in tongues. Now, tongues is meant to edify us. Tongues is meant to build us up. It's just an introduction to make us understand the advantage that tongues provides for us. However, from the next episode, I'll build up on it by showing certain areas in the Bible where tongues are spoken about and why tongues is in it. I'll also go in-depth in some other areas, but I'll just touch on some things today because I understand that tongues is very important. Now, we're talking about Mary speaking in tongues. Another reason, why should you speak in tongues? One of the reasons I will just give before I say another one. Well, let's go to Jude 1, 20. Jude 1, verse 20. I'll read um, KJV. I'll read the Amplified. Then I'll also read the Passion Translation. But let me start from verse 16. It says, NKJV says, These are grumblers, talking about some people earlier, complainers, walking according to their own laws, and they mount great swelling words, flattering people to gain advantage. So we can see that some people are just mounting words to gain advantage. 17 says, But you, beloved, remember the words which were spoken before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how they told you that there would be mockers in the last time who would walk according to their 
own ungodly lust. These are sensual persons who cause divisions, not having the spirit. But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God. So one of the ways we can keep ourselves in the love of God is by praying in the Holy Ghost. That we would not be using flattering words against people and to try to gain advantage of them is by what praying in the Holy Ghost and it helps us to keep ourselves in the love of God. Now I'll read the Amplified Classic and the Passion Translation of verse 20. Jude 120 Amplified says, But you, beloved, build yourselves up, founded on your most holy faith, make progress, rise like an edifice, higher and higher, praying in the Holy Spirit. So we see that as we pray in the Holy Spirit, we make progress, we rise like an edifice, higher and higher. That word for build there is like we are charging a battery. So we are charging our batteries. We are charging our batteries when we pray in the Holy Ghost. The Passion says, but you, my delightful loved friends, constantly and progressively build yourselves up on the foundation of your most holy faith by praying every moment in the Spirit. We are encouraged to pray every moment in the Spirit because that's how we build ourselves up in the Holy Spirit. I will just share two reasons why I believe some people are afraid of speaking in tongues or some people don't want to even speak in tongues. One, some of them believe that you must be baptized in water before you speak in tongues. Um, that is not totally scriptural. I'll read the scripture even before I say anything about my experience. Water baptism isn't a prerequisite to the infilling of the Holy Spirit. I'll start reading from Acts 10.39. And we are witnesses of all things which he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they killed by hanging on a tree. Him God raised up on the third day and showed him openly, not to all the people, but to witnesses chosen before by God, even to us, who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead, and he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him, all the prophets witness that through his name, whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word, and those of the circumcision who believed were, were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also, for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then Peter answered, Can anyone forbid water that this should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord, and they asked him to stay a few days. We see that the people in Cornelius' house received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues before they were baptized in water. I can remember when I was in school, a friend of mine told me to help come teach in a house fellowship because she wasn't available that weekend. So I went to teach and the topic was about speaking in tongues. And while teaching, I explained some things and, and the next step was okay to pray with people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. Then there was a particular lady there who, as, we were, as I was ministering to her, I noticed that she wasn't speaking in tongues and all that. So I had to bring her out of the crowd and I asked some questions. It was then I noticed that she said that she wasn't baptized in water and, and her belief was that she could, she shouldn't speak in tongues before being baptized in water. So I had to open the scripture up to her, taught her properly. And after I taught her, I prayed with her again. And the next few seconds, she started speaking in tongues. Now, many people need to be taught because if I just had continued with the motions of prayer, lay hands, speak in tongues now, speak in tongues now, the Holy Spirit is upon you, speak in tongues and all that, she most likely wouldn't have spoken in tongues because her belief 
wasn't set right. But when the belief was corrected, she spoke in tongues immediately. Another reason why people wouldn't are afraid of speaking in tongues is some of them believe that they'll receive a devil when they speak in tongues. Now, I'll use the scripture to counsel that out. In Matthew 7, Jesus said it in verse 11, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So we see that God is not go God is going to give us good things when we ask him. And who are we asking tongues from? God. So if we're asking tongues from God, invariably, God is going to give us a good thing. He's not going to give us a bad thing. He's going to give us a good gift. Now, another scripture that is the same with this, similar, is Luke eleven thirteen. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So, you can't receive a devil when you ask God to baptize you with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. No, you can't. God does not have a devil to give his children. God only has the Holy Spirit and good gifts to give his children. Now, we need to understand that the, that, the, that speaking in tongues is also what we, what we'll call the gateway into the supernatural. I'll just give one example of how speaking in tongues has helped me in my life and also helped others through me. There was a particular day sometime last year, I was praying in tongues and while praying in tongues, a particular individual's name came and I, I just kept on praying in tongues and after a while, when I finished praying in tongues, immediately I reached out to the individual on WhatsApp and I said, okay, uh, while I was praying this morning, your thoughts flashed to me and I just thought I'd to reach out to you and check on you. Unknown to me that at the time I was chatting up with that person, the person was about to go for a major surgery. So I just prayed to the person and the surgery was successful. So what I'm saying is while we pray in tongues, we pick up things, we pick up signals, we pick up instructions that God wants us to know. So we should be very open to praying in other tongues. And another thing we should also do is when we pray in tongues, we should ask God for the interpretation of what we've prayed in tongues and he would give it to us. 1 Corinthians 14, 13 says, Therefore let him who speaks in a tongue pray that he may interpret. So as you pray in tongues, you should also pray that you interpret so you have an understanding of what you said in tongues and all that. So I believe that you've been blessed. I believe now that you know that there's an advantage in speaking in tongues. Jesus declared that believers will speak in tongues, that tongues is one of the signs of the believer. I believe that you also, you've also come to, to an understanding that Mary herself spoke in tongues. Now that I know that you've been blessed and that you are going to engage in speaking in tongues more, if you are already speaking in tongues and if you are not already speaking in tongues, I pray that you are baptized with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. As you are listening to this podcast right now, you open your mouth wide and as the Holy Spirit releases his breath upon you, you open your mouth and begin to speak the words that comes from your heart. The infilling of the Spirit is upon you and you are baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to this episode of this podcast. I believe you've been blessed and I encourage that you subscribe, you share and you encourage your loved ones to also listen to this podcast. Have a great day. God bless you.